Are you ready? Here we go. Test one, two, test one, two. I feel like I'm bouncing from cloud to cloud. Wow, we're ridiculous. So stay tuned. I like what we're doing. Or don't. Oh, that might be my favorite thing to ever happen. <laughs> Is this not the coolest thing you've ever heard? Well, how about this? Yes. Hold up. It's the Pepper and Dylan After Show Show Podcast. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to the After Show Show. Today is March 2nd. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello! All right, here's a, here's a little feather in your cap. This will make you feel good. Everybody likes to hear something that'll make them feel good, right? That's always yeah, a nice not, feeling. Nowadays, we need anything. Feeling good is a nice feeling, right? Yes. Uh, this text message came in just as we ended up the live show, Dylan. I want to read this to you. Okay. I just want to say that Dylan is not very surprisingly ugly at all. I don't understand why people would say that. Have a great day. See, I don't know who's in charge, and I imagine it's you, Robbie, but every time we take a Friday off, I wake up mm-hmm. late in the day, like maybe nine o'clock. Yeah. Show is over, and I get so many messages about weird things. And like three Fridays ago, I was very confused because people just kept messaging me, you're not ugly. <laughs> and I'm like, I just, I don't know what, I, I just was like, thank you, right. I think. But everyone was messaging me. And then I it finally clued in. You must have replayed that time when someone did call me surprisingly yep. ugly. Yeah, because it's funny. Yeah. And I forgot about that, and I just thought that's weird for people just to randomly message you a bunch saying you're not that ugly. That was a conversation from a handful of months ago. Yeah. Well, that's nice of them. Thank you. Thank you very much for sending that text message <laughs> and saying that I'm not as ugly as Wait, you what thought. Wait, what was that that comment that you were surprisingly very ugly, or you're not? No, no. The I comment was, was he is surprisingly ugly. Bye. Yeah. That's hurtful. And it was, but it was more than that. There was it was deeper than just that. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly ugly and. Something else. I think that was the gist of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it had Do you want to continue to drill down on this, or do you just want to skip this and move on? No, I'm fine or, with it. I'm, I, you know what? It's, that was their opinion, and they gave it, and that's fine. Oh, that and hurts. That way, it wasn't, uh, it's not my favorite thing I've heard about myself. But, <laughs> I no, mean, I it, it's, it's, if it is, that's pretty sad. It's something that they thought that they wanted to take time out of their day and send. And we appreciate all feedback here on the show. Uh, well, I don't. Uh, people have been surprisingly cranky. <laughs> what do you mean, I don't? Uh, I don't appreciate all feedback on the show. I do, because everyone's entitled to their opinion. We put ourselves out there, and if you have an opinion and it doesn't match mine, that's uh, fine. I don't think it gives anybody the right to just be a total asshole, though. Ooh. Why? Wait, wait, it's yeah. that age-old thing. I was saying this to my girlfriend on uh, on Friday. It's just that age-old thing, and it applies to everybody in every walk of life, in every social or professional interaction. We're no different than anybody else. We're all created the same. We all have our strengths and weaknesses and our vulnerabilities. And it's that thing is that you could get, and I would suggest that our audience that interacts with us and that, uh, you know, the the ones that choose, that even like what we do so much that they choose to listen to these podcasts, 90, flip, 98% of them probably Mm -hmm. are wonderful. Are truly, genuinely wonderful. 99. And caring and respectful and kind and almost excessively so. And it is so appreciated. And we do our best to try and and let everybody know how much, how appreciated it is. But then there's the 2%. And it's so strange that, and stop me if this doesn't apply to you, and you won't stop me because it applies to everybody. Mm -hmm. You could literally hear in any walk of life, one, two, three, four hundred positive comments over the course of your week. Hey, you look great today. Hey, you did a good job on that. Hey, I love hanging out with you. But you get one bad one. And if it even happens to tiptoe around anything that is an existing insecurity, it's all you think about. 
Yeah, I just. It's a bad, bad human condition that we have to focus on when we're told something negative and not the far outweighing number of positive things we get throughout a day or a week, right? I just try to filter it through truth, right? I think that's the most important thing you can do when receiving any sort of criticism or feedback from anybody is filter it through truth. And so if it, if it holds anything that might be true, Mm -hmm. I think it's an opportunity to learn and an opportunity to grow. And if it holds nothing of truth, I don't let it bother me. Okay. I see what you're saying, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to disagree with you because the 2% or 1% of people that go out of their way to say something ignorant or hurtful, it's not even in a constructive manner. I'm perfectly fine getting getting feedback, whether it's show-related or just my life-related, of saying like, hey, I would have done this differently, or sure. hey, why did you do it this way? I disagree with this. I respectfully disagree. I, you know, but, they, but what we get, what I can get, what you can get, and we see it because we're out there a little more than I guess some people in some jobs. Sure. You just get the pure ignorance. And, uh, I mean, uh, look at the past two, four years. Everybody's become an asshole in one way or another, right? It's hard not to. And people are just downright mean. There's a difference between respectfully disagreeing and being just a prick. Yeah, but take like the surprisingly very ugly comment. That's an awful thing to say to another human being, no matter what your relationship is with them. I know, but this, so I just run it through that filter, right? And go like, okay, was it truthful? Mm, I don't really think so. No, okay, but what don't. if you don't know? What if you're insecure about the way you look? What? If, yeah, but why is someone else's opinion of how I look going to affect me? Oh, but Dylan, that's that's. I mean, that's. I know a that's very. That's the strong strength you need this day and age. Well, it shouldn't be though. It should. The, the the strength we should have in this day and age is to be mindful and respectful and caring enough not to be a total jerk to everybody. But the, the problem, that's the strength everybody should possess. The problem is that things are going to trigger people differently. Things are always going to trigger people differently. So maybe it's not your looks you're insecure about, but maybe it's something completely different that's going to trigger you or going to bring up something uh, insecure that they didn't even, like, they might not even mean to. Oh, I, 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 I wish you were right on that, Dylan. In but some ways, I am. If people go out of their way to say something negative to somebody, their intent is to get a reaction and, and to hurt somebody. Like, there's no reason to tell somebody they're surprisingly ugly. Unless you want to actually hurt them. They were surprised by how ugly I was. That Dylan, shocked them. Dylan, come on. I appreciate your <laughs> your casual look at this and your flippant look at this. But you have to look at it that way. Because if I'm going to sit there and dwell on someone else's opinion, how's that going to benefit? How are we going to be benefited by someone? Like well, Everyone's you're... entitled to opinion. I have insulted people many times throughout my career. Yeah. And I have insulted but and in said an things. asshole, disrespectful way. Well, some people might look at it that way. I don't mean for it to be, but I have said some things in the past on this radio program that I'm like, oh yeah, maybe I wouldn't have said it that way, or maybe it was a different way of saying it. But like, if if it's going to, if you're going to take everything that someone says to you and apply it to your life as if it's the gospel, you're going to be upset for the rest of your life because that's the society that we're living in. Well, you're an idiot. Okay. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I respectfully disagree with that. And Robbie, I don't know where you come out on this, but I, I just think that like, if you're, if you, if you want to say something mean to somebody, you know, it's mean. Why just not, just not say it. Yeah, but if you have an opinion about something political or social, like COVID or whatever it might be. I mean, it's, it's one thing to express an opinion. 
But to get downright nasty to somebody, and you know, they know, people, complainers know when they're complaining, when they're expressing an opinion, and when they're just being nasty. Okay, but you've called me bald so many times on this Well, you're this losing radio. your hair, Dylan. Sure, but that's a reality. Mm-hmm. I could be, but I could be offended by that. But I don't say you're ugly. No, but you, bald to me might be a trigger that makes me feel ugly. Yeah. You saying that is attacking me. Potentially. I'm not saying that it is, but this is how it could be looked at and be right. like, oh my God, that's so mean that you would say that. I'm really insecure about losing my hair. Oh my God, you're calling me bald. I think it's adjectives people choose to use too, right? Was, I, I'm not I, only call you, I only call you bald or mention, reference your baldness because I know that that's a safe space to go with. Sure, yeah, and it is. That, and I think that somebody who doesn't know somebody shouldn't fly in there, shouldn't assume what safe space is. I know, but then we can we can never say anything ever, because like you should you like I just found this article, and I got to find it here real quickly. Just give me one quick second, and this is just to somewhat prove your point of the world that we're living in. Uh, The Super Bowl halftime show Mm -hmm. had thirty three complaints because scantily clad female dancers who belong in a strip club, not on national TV, were dancing and sexually twerking. Mm-hmm. 33 I, different people. 30 complaints like to uh, a federal agency. Yeah, to the FCC. Yeah. Which is, is the least amount of complaints they've had in a while. Yeah. There was 540,000 for Justin uh, Timberlake's wardrobe malfunction in 2004. That was a big one, yeah. That was and, an exposed uh, breast. The most uh, recent high for grumbling was uh, 1,300 folks were upset with Jennifer Lopez and Shakira mm. when they performed. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, there's people who complained because girls were just dancing. I'm going to be honest with you, 33 complaints out of like 30, 40, 50 million people watching it? I, I so was bad. shocked by that. Who's complaining about dancing well, girls? Because your argument is that you would never go out of your way to complain about anything. The only time you ever complain is when you're calling a phone number to try and get free another free month of cable or whatever it might be. If right? you've done me wrong, or I'm going to get you. Over a service. But when you're going to call and say, hey, my your Wi-Fi is more, whatever it might be, you're not going to go, hey, fatty McPrick face, right. you ugly jackass, fix my stuff. <laughs> like You're not going to say that. You're going to be respectful. Hey, my internet isn't working. I'm not super happy with the service. You know, I, I I don't know. I just feel like, and then there's context as well, right? Because we get text messages. So okay. were, they, were they trying Tone. to be? Were they trying to be funny? Uh, were they trying the, to be playful? Like, oh, Dylan's <laughs> more surprisingly ugly. Like, you got to think about that because we joke all the time. People might feel comfortable with us, like sending a little joke to us, yeah, and think that we're really playful and we joke around all the time because we do with each other. Mm-hmm. So we don't know for sure. But I will say this: when you read a text message, you never read it in any sort of tone except no, the worst. That's it. We're conditioned to do that. But that's on you. Because, well, is it or is it because we're conditioned to accept that society has gone right for the jugular for so long now because of the, you know, the the bravery that comes with being a faceless complainer? Yeah, but I think that we're you're reading it negatively. So that's that is a reflection on you. Mm-hmm. If you read it positively, that would be a reflection on you as well. You get to choose. How I read my messages. Absolutely. And I think, and I'm not saying that it's a perfect science because there are some that probably you could try as positive as you want and it's not going to be. Well, but maybe that person was joking. Maybe they were ribbing. Maybe they, were, maybe they weren't really uh, as harsh as they were. And, and maybe they were just trying to be a jerk. I don't know, but I'm not going to let that bother me. I'm not going to sit here and, and cry about it. I thought these new billboards, I think, are wicked. <laughs> I'm happy about those ones. I'm pumped. Um, well, employing that strategy. Yeah. It could save a lot of grief, personal grief, even if you don't believe it. If you can condition yourself to mm, believe mm-hmm. that people are just joking around. Right. 
if and, you can try at not least convince yourself that, even though you're probably wrong, but just convince yourself of that, it might be a better way to go through life with your head in the clouds and that everything's fine. Sure, but in, in that same breath, if these are people that you don't have a relationship with that are attacking you, whatever the workplace is, and for ours is just like you, you don't know the person. Mm-hmm. So for blindly believing in, in, in that it's positive... You don't know whether you're right or wrong. You won't really know whether you're right or wrong. Just so go about your day. Right. There's no, if well, it's somebody that you talk to regularly, I mean, you can get more context, I guess. I wish I had that strength. You do. You're working on it. You can absolutely ah. work on it, right? When you got back from rehab, you were really, really good at working on that kind of stuff. Trying. Yeah, and I think that's great. I think we're all always trying. trying. We're always trying to grow. It's in our human nature to want to be liked. Yeah. Oh, of course. No. Yeah. I wish I could not give a shit. Yeah, I mean, you, but you do, right? Like, you're not taking these and going home and thinking about them, are you? Yes, of oh, course. Sometimes, 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 absolutely. Sometimes they'll they'll sit with me for days. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> really? Yeah, of course. Well, this isn't the job for you. Well, or, okay, it's not the job for me, or it is the job for me. It's other people's jobs not to be flipping jerks. Okay, like, that's it. Like, it's, I, it's I just, just a social... Be- can we not all sign a social contract that said we're not going to be mean to other people? No, because this, like, once again, context, right? Like, if you think about it, I've heard you say, that's a crappy movie. That's a crap... I don't like them. I don't think they're very talented. I don't like that song. You're attacking people that are putting art forward. Not directly. <laughs> no, but not you're doing directly. it. So you're saying, can't we all just be nice? Well, then be nice. And that's the difference. You're not reaching out to them because you have no access to them. No. Nor would you probably if you had access to some of these people. Would you reach out to them? Maybe not. But you're still thinking it. And if you're thinking it, it exists. It's in the ether. So if we're all going to be this positive, we probably wouldn't be at war. Yeah. I mean, if we all were this positive, we wouldn't have so much hate. Yeah. But take a positive spin, and, and I don't know. I, I guess I just don't let it bother me, and maybe, maybe that's just a me thing. I, don't, I try not to let it bother me. Sometimes they do. We've seen you affected by some, some complaints and some occurrences, right? Sure, and it, that you're you've taken trying with you. your best to make sure that they don't. And I'm, I'm learning and growing constantly, right? Yeah. And I, I think we all are. No, I've stopped. I'm 46. I'm good. <laughs> you, you don't want to learn anymore? I made it. I'm good, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, have I, w- I wish to God I had the power of, you know, GFY to everybody, you know? And like, I, sometimes I but do. But GFY would be not this positive place that you're just preaching. Well, about. not directly. Like, just, ah, bleep them and just move on <laughs> about my day. Like, I wish I could do that, right? right? And I wish sometimes, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I get pulled into it, right? Which is the worst, because then you feel like you've been trolled, but you get pulled into it and you and you snap back. That's what they want. That, exactly. Right. It's difficult. And Robbie's not, really good at that in this studio, right? Because Robbie is the... Uh, he knows our triggers. Yeah, he, he responds a lot of the times to a text message before Pepper or I can well, read Well, I try it. to, because I used to be like Pepper, and I it would bother me. And I'd go back and forth with people. You guys, you guys have fought, like, throughout the day. Like, you've logged on at home. And continue texted people. I took a guy's phone number and phoned him. <laughs> well, and See, and that's probably that's positive, best, right? That's the best thing to do is call nah, somebody. I went right to voicemail, though. I didn't go. And hey. I was going to leave a voicemail, and then I was going to text, and it went unread. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes... But I've done it. I've also yeah. done it the other way, though, too. Right? Like, meaning what? It's happy. It's easy for us when we get positive messages to reach out and say, hey, thank you so much. Like, I love doing that. I love mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. Right? I've called people on, on the Instagram, which you can use as a phone. I don't know. Like, I've done some of that. Like, so it's, it's just, it, I don't know. 
I, I, I wish to God I was stronger. I wish to God I had more confidence in myself that I could let that just kind of, you know, like water on a duck's back. But I don't. But I don't. And I find that the birth for complaining is getting wider. And the entitlement what? What to... It's just like... There are so many different things that people believe they have are entitled to complain oh, about. I believe I think it's it's the fault of like Yelp and Google and they when like some reviews goes, when they're when your bagel in the drive through isn't to your liking, go straight to Yelp, go straight to the internet and complain. Like how soft is your life that that's the worst thing that's happened to you? Mm-hmm. Is your bagel isn't isn't the right <laughs> whatever? I have a friend that uh, owns a flower shop. Mm-hmm. And she told me about a complaint they got recently because they took them home and the flowers died. Mm-hmm. And so they wrote a review that the flowers had died mm-hmm. about how crappy this flower place was because the flowers had died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's just like, had they just come back in and said like, hey, these flowers died quicker than they probably should have. Mm-hmm. Gladly, I would have given them just flowers again yeah. because maybe there was something in the, but they were just a review. These flowers died. Well, I mean, in, in past uh, podcasts, we've had, you know, different business owners, restaurant owners, et cetera, et cetera, saying just let us know that it wasn't up to your standards. Sure. The minute you put it on the internet, like it totally screws our business and really like, why should we be, you know. But the fact that it screws the business is a problem. Yes. Right. Like I, I never look at that. I never look at a review when I use a business. Right. It's just, it's gross. Well, and, I mean, complaining has, we feel entitled to complain and for everybody to hear our permanent mark on, on a bad experience. But it's like, like you said, when I ordered that stupid wallet, Dylan. Yes. The reviews. And, and, and you're like, you didn't read the reviews. And I said, but, well, I don't know how to take any of these reviews. Like the, the best example I can think of, and we've talked about this before, is like trying to, to find a, a hotel or a resort for your vacation mm-hmm. and you read the reviews and you go through them and there's everything right. from, you know, five plus stars to one star. And it might be because one person's like, oh, yeah, my, my towel was, wasn't, they didn't pick up my towel. So one star. Right. Like everybody's kind of, I guess what's, everybody's kind of range of what's a one star and what's a five star in a review. It's all different. Sure. And if one person has a bad experience and we've all had a bad experience here or there or, or otherwise, but sometimes you just have to take it as, oh, it's a bad experience. I should just let them know, right? My fork was dirty at the restaurant. I'll never eat there again. Well, chill out. Your forks are pretty dirty at your house, See, too. But I have never written a review ever in my life. No. You, you wrote a review about uh, dishcloths recently. Yeah. 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 And, and you know what? It was a friendly review. Because <laughs> they didn't live up to my expectations or the price point. But I said, hey, they dried for one time. They dried a couple yeah. dishes, but then they were wet. Mm-hmm. I wanted people. What did I get? I didn't give it one star. Never buying these towels again. I gave it a good three. You know? <laughs> but that affects, great. The, affects the business. But it's good. It was friendly and kind about it. Yeah, I just, I would never give a review. I would complain absolutely I, at I've a uh, place. I but directly to the service. Oh, was this the plumber? The plumber. I had to, I had to do it because they took advantage of my girlfriend, like yeah. completely. And I was just, I was shocked at what they Remember had done. Remember when Robbie had a girlfriend? Uh-huh. And I made a complaint online about it because that's what I heard is the only way to get a reaction sometimes. Sometimes it's the only way to get their Which attention. sucks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, they did wind up refunding her $800 because they were legitimately in the wrong. Right. But there's people that go there that, that are going to read reviews like, like for, for example, like for a resort, for example, mm-hmm. the fork was dirty. Oh, one of my things was this and this, like little tiny petty things. Yeah, it took the shower a long time to get hot. <laughs> and you're missing the ones like tarantulas raining down at night or like things like that are yeah. actually matter. It's yeah. just so bogged down with the pointless crap. Yeah. 
that we're missing the things that really matter. Like my expectations when I go on vacation is to get home alive and, and looking back at it as, yeah, I had a 50% good time. That's that's how I'm pleased. Oh. I'm fairly easy to please on vacations or other endeavors, right? Right. But other people are like, it has to be perfect or you're getting a bad review online. Yeah. Yes. So, Robbie, you're saying, so that is the problem. I just, it just feels like because, yeah, because now that's where a lot of people go. It's just, that has ruined so many things. And it's just the same with Twitter. If you, if you get, uh, if someone's mad at you on Twitter, you can be canceled. If, if you're, if the vocal minority on Twitter or on these Yelp reviews, you could, your business and your life could be ruined. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's just not real life. It's just people complaining. And that's what, it's just, it's sad. it's sad. We just live in a time where we have, we feel we're more entitled than we actually are. So much entitled. None of us are entitled to anything. You're entitled to your own happiness. And you control And that. I wish I could control ah! that. That's the, that's the thing. It's funny though. I was doing a couple comedy shows last week, right? On Thursday and Friday. Or did and, I give a review for that? This and, thing and, is the way. No, but and the headliner, right? Like it's just weird how there are certain environments where uh, complaining just isn't a thing. Like the headliner, um, Mike Dambra, and we talked to him, right? On uh, last week's show. Yeah. His style is one where he he comes in and he's been doing it for 30 plus years. And he's probably all told like in, in actual material, maybe he has as much as I do, which isn't very much in 30 years, mm -hmm. because what he trusts is his ability to interact with the crowd and just see where it goes. And it, oftentimes what he does to make it funny for everybody is he'll focus on a handful of people and really sometimes make fun of them, sure. not in a cruel way, but just in a, like, he'll just go, it's, it's, it's ribbing that if you do it to the wrong person, you may really upset them. Right. But he does it in a way that I saw a couple clips. He uses yeah. the R word a lot. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. He's old school. And But the, the thing about that is it's like, it's almost like that's okay because it's the environment that it's in. Mm. So I can sit there and, and call you names and make fun of you and, make, and all of this sort of thing because we're in an environment where we're expecting everybody to laugh. The job is to make everybody laugh and you hope that the person knows where the line is between mean and funny. But what if it's an insecurity like oh, you said exactly, earlier, right? Exactly, right? And that's why I talk to him so much about like, how do you, you know, how do you know that you're not ticking somebody off and you know his his take on it is like well everybody's there to laugh so if i if i really hurt like and on friday night he was relentless in spruce grove with this one girl mm. he would not give up and she was laughing but also kind of uncomfortable and looking away but then looking at him and playing uh, going along with it and then not going along with it and you know what she was part of the act and she was great and people loved her mm -hmm. because she just allowed it to happen and had a sense of humor about it right now, I know what I'm saying sounds hypocritical because I should just have a sense of humor about certain things, sure. but I don't. <laughs> well, okay. I don't when it like if it's something that's man meant in jest, right? Then I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. If it's something that is actually, there is no humorous tone to it whatsoever, then I'm not okay with it. But yeah, it's hard and to tell can, with text. Well, okay. That's the problem. Or people really. think they're funny and they're not. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, we got sidetracked on that, but yeah. Dylan, you're not ugly. Thanks, buddy. I've never thought you were ugly. Thank you. For the longest much. time, I envied how attractive you were. Yeah, I know. Well, now you're. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, I like that. Hey, so what? Uh, I think he's a He's an attractive guy. He's got the nicest eyes out of anybody oh, yeah. I know. Thank you. Very, That's very sweet. What yeah. uh, you said on the live show that I'm going to be mad about the last podcast or yeah. something? Or is well, that not mad? To, people uh, will be mad at me. No, 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 no. What happened? happened? I, I also, think people will be mad. What about the Muppet thing or the Sesame Street? We'll thing? get to it. Okay. The number one of my top five Sesame Street characters of all time. Yeah, you left us Don't all hanging. Don't worry, it's on its way. Okay. 
Um, well, I'd like to bring it to the live show because I'd like to be able to interact with the audience. And this has to do with what we talked about on the podcast on Monday about how you don't want to be in my wedding party. Oh, okay. Okay, so two things happened since then. One is I'm curious to know if the audience thinks that that's a cool thing to do or a jerk thing to do. What? To say, no, I decline being in your wedding party. Well, who's going to think that's cool? I think it's an honor to be asked to be in a wedding party, but we've had that discussion. Sure. But I yeah. want to see what the live audience thinks. The other thing that created a problem, though, where I've had a couple people who listened to the podcast and they're like, oh my God, you're getting married again? Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to believe that I'm speaking hypothetically about a relationship and, and settling down and getting married again. Like, why can't I be hypothetical once in a while? Well, why is everything got to be, oh, Pepper's getting married again? Because you say, I love you within a minute. Because I love her. Which is fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying that's why we would jump to the conclusion. Why, there. But why wouldn't I say I love you if I loved somebody? Of course. Why would you say I'm going to get married if you're not going to? Because it was a hypothetical... Co I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> but I don't know, Dylan. That's you say. I, 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 right now, the, the feelings that I have towards this person... Um, are very, very strong. Sure. And if you were to say, do you want to spend the rest of your life with her? Yeah, when you love somebody, that's kind of the idea, isn't it? Yeah, but that's different than saying I'm going to get married to her. Well, if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with her, I'm probably going to get married to her. Sure, huh? sure. You've just said things that le lead us to believe that it's, it's very soon. Here's what I'm saying. I have not proposed to her. There is no date set. There are a handful of things that are kind of in the way, like I'm not divorced, nor is she. Right. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We don't live together. Yeah, but we don't know when that's going to happen because I have, still have kids in high school in St. Albert and she doesn't live in St. Albert. Okay. So there are a handful of, right. you know, blended yeah, a, family issues that stand in the way a of A proposal us. versus getting actual married are two different things. Okay. And you could be, you could be like fiancés for the next 10 years if you want. Right, okay. But a proposal is what we were referencing. Well, we were referencing you being in my wedding party. Which right. would be right it's after just, a proposal. You can't blame somebody like casually listening uh, to have jumped to that conclusion is all, right? Well, and you can't blame it, me. I'm trying to put out some some fires here. What kind of fires? I'm talking about my my hypothetical wedding party and the day that I settle down and the day I get married again when I was just like, hey, would you be in my wedding party? Because I have, we we do talk about it. We talk about our wedding song. Remember when you were like, oh my God, you're already talking about a wedding song? That was crazy. We were like, well, it would be our song. <laughs> if quick. we did get married, that would be our song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but it, it, the difference and the reason that was a big deal is mm -hmm. because you didn't say that's our song. That's our wedding song. Yeah. If you said that's our song, perfect. Mm -hmm. Any relationship can have a song. You have a song with anyone. Well, I get ahead of myself on the whole relationship. And then when you said this is our wedding song, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. This will be our wedding song. Yeah, yeah. this, this is going to be our wedding song. Love it's a little different. Taylor Swift. Right. Oh, I am all in on Taylor Swift. I'm a complete Swifty con so converted. Good. Yeah. So good. By the way, another great song. Might mm. give a lover the, the run for our wedding wedding song money. Run by Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift. Okay. You aware of this song? I have heard it. You have heard it? I think so, yeah. Holy smoke a doodle do. So is that going to be a, your song as a relationship or your wedding song? Look, I'm not going to say anything now. Who is giving we you did trouble? We, we did talk about that if we get married, right? We would get, uh, um, we have an interesting idea for what our wedding would be. And um, it would be. There's a lot of wedding talk for not a wedding, Robbie. Yeah, I know. There is. Right, like, and it's been how nah, long have we're you been together? We're probably going to get married. Yeah. Dylan, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> oh, boy. So, so run, hey? Run by Doesn't Taylor sound like a wedding song. Well, and that's what <laughs> that's I opposite. wonder, too, because it's, yeah. Like I, well, no, it's about running away together. Oh, oh good. Right? <laughs> good, good. Is, is what it's about. 
It's not as good as Lover. It's darn close. But we know what we're going to do with that song. Okay. If we get married, which we haven't talked about. I just don't think there's anything wrong with lot. me not wanting to be part of your wedding party. And it's not because of it's you. It's a real honor to be asked, I think. It's yeah. anyone's wedding party. I don't want to be part of wedding parties. So what are the questions you can't say no to? When asked? No. Well, probably uh, someone asked you to be part of their wedding party. I just said, don't ask me. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say that, that I, that yeah, you can That's kind of like a no, Dylan. No, I just said, just don't ask me because then it takes the pressure off of me. What are questions you can't say no to, Robbie? Um, Paul Bear? I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker when someone asks me to help them move. Mm. I just can't say no. You always do that? You can't say no to that? I know, I know it's a tough time and people need help. Paul Bear is a good one. I've never been a Paul Bear. I'm very nervous to be my first Paul Bear whenever that is. I've done it. <sighs> one hand today. Yeah, but there's enough people that the weight you don't even notice. Really? Yeah. How do you know? What if it's a really heavy person in there? Oh, I had one. Did you? Well, yeah. Jeej wasn't small. Okay. Yeah. And you didn't need to, can we just put this down for a second? Nothing like that? It's like moving no. a couch with four people. Okay, can they, we just rest this for a second? They empty out the corpse, don't they? It's just a shell. <laughs> no, no, no. They're in there, man. The full thing? Yeah. They must do something. No. Not to be gross, but they must drain the body or... or oh, yeah, yeah. They take the blood and, and I guess if they're yeah, an like, organ donor... Blood doesn't donor, weigh they... 300 pounds. Well, it's going to contribute. How much blood do you have? Like, how much weight well, in blood? What weighs the most? The bones, right? The bones would weigh the most? And the skin, I imagine, yeah. All that yeah, skin. Yeah, skin is heavy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it is. Right. If you lose a lot of weight and you have to have a skin surgery, you like, there's a lot of mass of, of skin, extra yeah, yeah. skin that can be hanging there. Well, you can't get rid of that, so that's Skin, the bones. Yeah. The organs. Yeah. So it uh, uh, sounds like you should just get cremated. Yeah. I, it's yeah. a religious thing though, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. It's tough for some people. I don't, they, they think that it's like burning in hell for eternity. Tell you what, I'll be a pallbearer. Okay. I'll agree to be a pallbearer mm -hmm. for whoever yeah. asks, although they're probably dead. Can you ask for your pallbearers before you die or is that somebody else's decision? I don't, actually don't know. Decision? Okay. I'll be a pallbearer. If you can confirm to me that I will have to climb no more than five steps. Oh, yeah. If I turn a corner as a pallbearer carrying that casket and I look and I'm like, oh, my God, the, the funeral is up those stairs and I got to carry a casket with a body up a bunch of stairs mm -hmm. and I'm in the front? Mm. Oh, no way. Yeah, you need enough people for the weight to be evenly... <laughs> like, and I don't know if like at the funeral home, because I wasn't part of that those conversations, Like, if they say, like, okay, so with casket, we've got about 420 pounds, which means you probably need at least, at least eight yeah, pallbearers. Yeah, like the casket, those look pretty darn heavy, too. They probably outweigh the person that's inside, right? Yeah, some of them, I would imagine. Yeah. But that's why I imagine they have the calculation. So they say, like, oh, you need eight. Or I just feel 12. like, like you know when you're walking from the grocery store and you're carrying like two jugs of milk in the bag or something, mm -hmm. right? And you're getting to your car. Like sometimes you're like, oh, oh I don't know if I'm going to make it. I got to set this down for a second. Right? But you can't do that at a funeral. It's like this respectful time and it's a, this, you know, there's a lot of mood and emotion to what's happening right there. And can you imagine going, hang on, I got to just put it down for a second here? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Why you it's a concern of mine. I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. It's something that I do think about. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm so happy my dad's been losing so much weight lately. It will be helpful. Uh -huh. So is Rob, Robbie you're going to ask, though, right? He's going to be in your party? To be a pallbearer or no, to be in my wedding party? You could ask him to do both. I got, Robbie's so strong, he could be my only pallbearer. Just put him on his back. Yep. Well, he's average. So, yeah, I mean, you're asking him. To 
be at my wedding party? Yeah. Well, I'm not just doing one of you. I'm either doing both of you or neither of you. Well, Robbie, and what then do you, you guys think? can just be guests at the wedding. I don't. Well, know. Well, no, I would. I'd like to do something special for you if you if you want it. Thanks. I just don't. I hate getting dressed up. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. And it has nothing to do do with you, Pepper. Like it'd be <laughs> if if my if anyone in my family got married, <laughs> best friends, anybody. Yeah. I I just I hate it. Okay. Well, in all likelihood, I don't think it'll be that dressy of a wedding. Nor will there even be much of a wedding. It might just be a gathering later. Oh, you're going to elope, are you? Yeah, yeah, we, we, we've They're discussed a couple ideas. They've talked about eloping, and yet you're trying to we've give us trouble. We've discussed for... a couple potential ideas. That's just, all I'm going to say. It's unbelievable when you try to blame us if for it were your to, I think it's more just we sit and we fantasize about, well, what would you do if we got married? Well, how would you like to get married? Did you want to do a big wedding? Cause she had a big wedding mm-hmm. when she got married, mm-hmm. right? Her, her uh, uh, spouse's family was huge, right. or is huge, so she had this massive wedding. She's like, I'm not doing that again. Okay. And I had a destination wedding with 50 people in Mexico. So do you want the big one then? No, I don't want a big wedding. Oh, okay. They're perfect. I don't know if I even want a wedding. Why are you guys forcing me to talk about a wedding? (laughs) You're the one that brought it up, and you're trying to blame us for the amount that you talk about how much you want to get married. And that's not fair. I just, I, I, I think it's fun to just discuss what the future it's might It's weird hold. to me that you want to, though, honestly. To get married again? Yeah, I do find I that very say I wanted to. No, you did. <laughs> you have, and you, you've mm-hmm. said it numerous times. Yeah, as there. opposed to just being together forever. Why? What's so important yeah, about the actual act of being because married? Because you've already done it, right? Yeah. Because, like, I, and I don't know, like, it's fine. You can, anyone can choose, obviously, what they want. But if, it seems weird to me, like, I think doing it once for a lot of people probably means a lot. Mm-hmm. But once you've done it once and gone through a divorce, Divorce, I think it takes away like kind of the uh, importance of the actual wedding. Not yeah. that you're not going to be together, not that you're not going to vow to each other or whatever, mm-hmm. but the fact that you'd go for another wedding going like, well, the first just, one didn't work Is it just out. not a formality and why does it need to be done and you can love each other forever and live together forever and sure, you just you can don't even need go to like, uh, You can go to the courthouse and just yeah. get like if you yeah. really want it to be there. Yeah. It just seems weird that well, like uh, people who have, and they're like celebrities are notorious for like four, five, six different like marriages. Yeah. I just don't understand it. Because they love the party. They love the weddings. That's it? They're throwing it for a party? <laughs> totally. But these two don't want, uh, she doesn't exactly. want a big wedding, and he exactly. doesn't we want We don't know one. what we want. We've never talked about it once. Okay, stop yeah, it. Right. Uh, a common conversation with divorced uh, couples when they're dating again is, um, would you ever get married again? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, just, are, just curious. Like, you've been married. Would you ever get married again? Or do you not find the need and you would just be happy just being with somebody forever? What do you uh, normally find with that? Uh, well, Kristen, my ex, she's, she's like, man, I've been there, done that. I, I, I can't tell you. It, I, it does depend on your mood at the time. But um, she doesn't seem like being married again is important to her. Um, to me, I can tell you honestly that it, it's, it wasn't important to me. But then there's just this feeling that, you know what, I do with this person. Yeah, maybe I do. I do want to be married. As much as it's just kind of a formality of dotting an I and crossing a T, almost mm-hmm. literally in some ways. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of something that you want to just, it's that added pledge, right? It's no different yep. than just living together forever. Sure, because the first pledge, I mean, both of you didn't really yeah. stick to that one. Didn't work out well. Right. So it's not really a pledge at all. Yeah. No, but I, I just mean it's, it's just an added kind of ceremonial commitment. Right. Okay. That maybe sometimes the party. You, you view it as important. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, I don't know why, you know, some people view it important and some people don't. And I don't know why I've gone from one side to the other. Hmm. Okay. And I don't know why we're talking about it because I've never talked about it before. Have Robbie, I even ever been married? Robbie. I can't remember a time that I've ever even talked about it. I just like how you started this podcast. I wouldn't even know what to do. And, 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 and like trying to blame I don't us. even have a girlfriend. Uh-huh. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. Sure, sure, right. sure.
We're all on to you. All right. And so what kind of messages were you getting? Well, just like, hey, how, like, are you being serious? Are you guys talking about getting married? Like, what is all of this about? And right. I'm like, oh, no, no. It was just hypothetical conversation. No. And they, knowing me the way that you know me, is like, yeah, right. Right, exactly. What weekend should I book off? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting. Robbie, by the end of the year, engage or not? Uh, by Maybe by the end of next year. By the end of 2023, you I believe I will be engaged? I think you'll be married. By the end of 2023? Yeah, by the end of next year. Ah, uh, yeah, by the end of 2022. Uh, well, then you guys be... better get at it, because as we mentioned earlier in the week on a podcast, you'll be paying for my honeymoon if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. Robbie claims that he wasn't part of that. I never agreed to it. I, I listened to the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And I said over and over and over again, and there's nothing in there that would lead anyone to believe that I agreed to it. Because I know I'd lose. Why would I agree to something I know I'm going to lose? Yeah. When it's up against Pepper getting married, we're always going to lose. First one to get married, Mm -hmm. the other two have to pay for the wedding party. For for the the honeymoon. honeymoon, Well, if you're not paying, I'm not doing it myself. That's what I'm saying. I know I'm going to lose. Yeah. I just, I know. Yeah. That was, a ba- that was a bad arrangement for you to jump into. <laughs> uh, speaking of romantic relationships, Dylan, you're on Hinge, and every once in a while you'll come into work and go, oh, here's another one, a screenshot or something you saw, and a, a pet peeve of yours by uh, on Hinge. So go ahead with that. Listen, I just don't understand it. It's, uh, and like, <laughs> well, okay, whatever. You can do what you want, like I say. But there is this influx on Hinge of two things that I just don't understand. And one is the incredibly filtered uh, pictures. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think, like, you know how there's a lot of talk of things that are bad, like tobacco, bad. Mm-hmm. Talk about sugary drinks. We should ban maybe sugary drinks, mm-hmm. right? I think we should ban filters. I think collectively as a society, filters should be banned. Okay. Because I just think that they are the downfall of our society and that we are using them to mask who we truly are and we're no longer happy with who we truly are in any capacity and therefore using a filter to hide Mm. what genuinely is uh, probably a beautiful soul Mm -hmm. or a beautiful face or a beautiful whatever. But we these filters on a dating site is to me that's entrapment. (laughs) Wow. I didn't know there were fil- filters on dating sites. Oh, like, well, eighty-five percent of people are uh, girls. I don't know what guys. It's not necessarily on the app. It's just uh, uh, people are putting pictures of themselves filtered. Oh, I see. Okay, it's right. not necessarily yeah, yeah, from yeah. the app. No, okay. it's not from the app. Okay, right. yeah, uh, you you would put up a filter okay. picture. Yeah, yeah, which I think is entrapment. I think that is false advertising, and it's not real. And if you're listen, if you want to be all whimsical and say like, well, you shouldn't you shouldn't base it on looks, then don't be on Hinge yeah. because that's what Hinge is. Is it? You're, you're, well, every dating site, if well, there's I a guess. dating profile yeah. with pictures, yeah, you're basing it on looks. Okay. If it, sad it, but true. Yeah. If there were if there were no pictures, then I could understand maybe the argument be made. But if you're basing a a uh, relationship on looks and text, of course, but like you start be with based on you have to be. But I would say eighty five percent or more are for sure filters. That's a high percentage. Really, Robbie, right? would you disagree with that? Oh, I haven't been unhinged in a while, but when I was, yes, all, everybody. 85% Every- or more girls. I don't know if yeah. guys are the same. I've never, um, I've never put up a filtered picture um, on a dating site. Okay. And so I, b- banning filters altogether, I think it would be a really good thing for society. Okay. And the, but the, then the, the here's the one that really drives you crazy. The other one, I just don't understand the mentality. And like, it's shocking, probably 20%. Maybe twenty five percent of people 
when you scroll through their their pictures on social media or on, on a dating site, mm-hmm. will have put kitty cat ears <laughs> and like the dog tongue or something. <laughs> well, that's that's a filter too. As the fil- but like that's not a filter to make your skin look better. <laughs> that's not a filter to, to take off five years. That like Robbie, I have I a picture I, from uh, one of my more recent uh, swipes. I'm well aware. And like this is what it looks like. That's on a dating dog site. ears and a dog like, nose. How are yep. we taking ourselves seriously? Yeah. That that's what we're putting forward I, and going like, mm-hmm. My future husband's gonna think that's hot. <laughs> it what, what's the mentality behind? I don't understand it. It's like it, I could understand it maybe if they're like, it was like a playful picture or like right. I, I don't even understand. I don't. Is I it her only picture or no? A, there's a, four and out of the and four is she pictures, a dog face on all of them. No, two. I don't think I should say that. You no. know what I mean? A dog no, filter. No, she's or... making herself a dog face. Okay. That's her choice. Yeah. I don't understand it. And so I showed this to one of my girlfriends, and mm-hmm. she's just like, "Oh God, I didn't know that was happening." Mm-hmm. Like so, maybe other girls don't know this is happening, but like they twenty-five must. to thirty percent of girls are putting up like. Um, uh, like or, or star eyes or like weird like uh, fake freckle. Uh, the fake freckles. I saw a lot of that one. Yeah, or fake glasses. Like I'm like, what is happening? Don't you do fake glasses? Yeah. yeah, there are people that are really attracted to glasses. Sure, entrapment, right? No, right? yeah. is what I'm saying. You get to them, they got 2020 vision. How do you feel on that date? I dated a girl for a while who I when I met her, she had glasses on. Yeah, so I started to see her, and then she never wore the glasses again. I really threw you for a loop, I uh, bet. I was like, I thought you needed glasses. She's like, oh, only when I'm on the computer. <laughs> oh, like, oh, damn it. <laughs> really ruined the fantasy. So then I asked if we could just have a FaceTime relationship. <laughs> See, but like, I just don't understand that. Well, they're obviously insecure about something, and those filters just completely iron out any blemish, any wrinkle, any sort of skin flaw. L- listen, I understand that aspect of it, but I think that that is... You're feeling a bit misled in that? Uh, of course like you, you are. You meet the person and you're like, oh, well, this isn't exactly what I expected. So what I end up doing... and it But you hand select pictures for your own profile that you think, well, I look good in that one. I'm going to put uh, that one up. Yeah, and you should. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, you should. I, I, I think that that is something that you should do. Pick ones, but to make them authentic. Are you wearing sweatpants in your pictures? Um, am I, you don't see any of my, uh, um, I'd like to see your, your profile. My lower half. Uh, I w- show would you, you show us? Yeah. Why not? I don't care. What does my profile say? I'll judge you for a minute. Yeah. Go ahead, man. How many pictures do you put on there? Me? Yeah. Uh, I think there's five. Okay. Is there a max on how many you can put on? Yeah. There's max. Yeah, okay. Oh, so okay. here's my first one, Robbie. It's okay. me looking yep. in the mirror. This is the one, uh, that's just me. That's filtered. It, it, it's black and white. Yeah. That's a filter. Okay. Let me, let me see it. It's black and white. Let me see that. Yeah. Oh, look at you, huh? It's like a handsome picture, but it's a, it's a good representation of you. But mm-hmm. it's a representation that like, I don't want to lie. I don't want to be wearing a hat and everyone and p- that she's going to think right. I have like some sort of lux- luxurious yeah, hair Yeah, I get that sometimes too. Like girls don't want to be hat fished. No. Guys wear hats and then they show up. Hat fished. It's a huge thing. That's a thing? Really? Yeah. Okay, second one, I wanted my body to show that it, it's it's not as tight as it needs to be, so I'm putting on a belt. You've got a nice dad okay. paw. Right, I'm putting on a belt. Also, yeah. got my uh, no great. hat on. Okay. Right, that's yeah. uh, me getting ready to go to a restaurant. You know, I would like to create a dating profile just to see the pain and suffering that I would have just creating the profile. That's my third picture. Is I would not know what picture to select. It's a loaf of bread. Yes, it's absolutely. the bread that you like to make. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sure. making my bread. Your bread is fantastic, by the way. I don't know why you stopped doing that. This one is, uh, this one is a, uh, 
another one of oh, me. Oh, no. His what? glasses. I got my glasses on. No. Oh, this guy and his Why? glasses. Stop yeah. pretending you need glasses. I really need glasses. I That's was going to wear them misrepresentation. today. misrepresentation. But I need them, Robbie. Don't I can't see dare anything. wear glasses. This I say who can and can't wear glasses. It's me, okay. me in the garage uh, when I used to do garage time a lot. Let's yeah, see yeah. that. That was uh, me just hanging out in the garage. <laughs> That's just a fun picture. Right? Okay. It's just me sitting there. And mm-hmm. then uh, this one was my uh, whimsical... Uh, okay. Okay. I was yeah, that cooking, one's good, right? And so that's that's my picture. No, that's nice. And then if we were, but black and white, dude, that's a filter. Yeah, I, I get it, but it's not a filter that shows you it's not that a cat. Like, like, <laughs> I'm, it's not a filter that fixes my skin. Trust mm. me, there's a lot of problems in the skin no, no, if you're no. looking at it. Oh yeah. Um, and then so uh, my answers. I don't know if you guys actually want to go through all of it, but it says my simple pleasures are carpet lines, sunshine, baths, meditation, gardening, reading, and fresh sheets. Mm-hmm. And bread. Oh, I like bread so much. I say I don't have children. Um, I uh, do you put say, in there? Nor do I want any, or do you just leave it like that? I don't. No, because I'm open to them. Okay, all right. It I, should be. I, I don't have children, and if you do, you should let me know. Yes, I would love that. That would be super important. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll get along if you love food. I love all aspects of food. I say. Mm-hmm which is a true statement. Yes, it is. You should leave a comment if a night of jazz music, cribbage, wine, and charcuterie sounds like a Friday you could get with. Okay. And that's it. That's my profile. It's pretty straightforward, yeah. That's, that's not a misrepresentation. No, in, in no way, right? I'm not trying to, and like, let me tell you, by putting that up, I get nothing. That's what I've learned about dating apps. Yeah. It has got to be 10 to 1 men to females. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. There's so many more men. That's why women don't really, it seems they don't have to put as much care. They can put up a cat picture because they will get swamped. <laughs> well, and from what I understand from the women I know, right, like Kristen and some of her friends who are single and on dating yes. apps, that those 10, you know, that 10 to 1 ratio yeah. isn't helping them at all. No. Right? <laughs> it's yeah. not. Not in any way. Because of the 10, of the, those 10 men, it's 9 to 1 scumbag. Or no, no, no. You know what it is? It's 7 to... <laughs> Seven scum. Made this hard for yourself. Okay. Yeah, I really did. Uh, seven scum. Yeah. Two go on several dates for a handful of weeks or months and then say they're just not ready. Mm-hmm. One Prince Charming. Right. Yeah. It's probably hard. It sounds awful and impossible. And I feel bad for it's those hard. who are frustrated with it because all you want to do is give your heart to somebody and nobody seems to want to take it. And it's and it's been harder during a pandemic, I yeah. think, more than anything. Yeah. Uh, because during the pandemic, you're looking... Um, for more connection with people and mm-hmm. more people are scared of connection during that time. Mm-hmm. But I just don't understand why you would put dog ears on. <laughs> it's a strange <laughs> phenomenon that's been around for a while. I've I never do, been able I to figure out. Figure it out. It out. Like, I remember seeing so much. Yeah. Just, uh, look at little cat whiskers. That's uh, attractive. <laughs> now I want to swipe on you. Okay, are you ready? Yes, please. Top five Sesame Street characters of all time. We have promised that number one will this be on Pepper. this podcast. This is Pepper. This isn't, we all didn't this get to talk about This is my personal list. Elmo will not be on this list. I don't like Elmo very much. Okay. Number five, The Count. Which is one of the more fun characters. Number four, Ernie. Lovable. Number three, Telly. I don't think many people know Telly. Number two, Oscar the Grouch. Fair. Okay. Yep. And the number one it's best be Big Bird. Sesame Street character Snuffy. of all time, Grover. Oh, no argument there. Uh-huh. Grover's pretty mm, wicked. Right. Honorable okay. mentions to Cookie Monster. Yes. And the conjoined aliens. No snuffle. Oh, and Guy Smiley, the newscaster. <laughs> Loved a little Guy oh, Smiley, yeah. right? I'm shocked. Yeah. 
No Big Bird. No Big Bird. Big Bird was Sesame Street. Though. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. All right. Not for you. A little bit of a spotlight hog. <laughs> you're the big shortest. bird, right? Okay. Yeah, right? Always wants to be the big shot on the show. He throw a little telly in there. He, he's the guy you need, right? He's the supporting cast. The fact that you didn't put Bert in with Ernie—that's a break. No, I like Ernie. Bert was Bert was just too strict, right? Mm-hmm. Like Bert reminds me of the guy that would tell Ernie not to touch the thermostat or why is every <laughs> light on in the house. That's Bert, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to have someone responsible in all relationships. Yeah, <laughs> makes not sense. Bad. Not bad. All right, so that's my list. Okay, thank you for that. So (laughs) Friday we'll do uh, another podcast, and that will be when we run down the rights and wrongs from the entire week. On my count, as I keep track, that we have uh, seven already to get to. And we're only halfway through the week. So it'll be a a big discussion on Friday. That's our next after show show. We do four. We ask you, please, to uh, subscribe, to rate, and to review. That seems to be an uh, important thing these days. So if you could do that, and uh, perhaps say that we are one of your top one million of the what did you say 48 million podcast episodes that are yeah, currently out there in the world 2 million podcasts with 48 million okay. episodes apparently so if we could be one of your top 500,000 podcasts Dylan that would mean we're in the top 25% of podcasts we'll take that that would be pretty good yes Jeez. okay thank you thanks for listening to the after show show the pepper and dylan show weekday mornings on kiss 917